Welcome to the Powered Services Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the information, strategies, and insights you need to supercharge your MSP. Get ready to hear from other MSPs and industry experts in the trenches and behind the scenes to help you change the future of your MSP and increase your MRR. Now, here's your host, Dan Tomaszewski. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's Powered Services Podcast. Excited to have you on. And as always, Will Bishop, my co-host, is with me. How you doing, Will? Doing good. How are you this morning, Dan? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. It's yeah, uh, go. it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, why don't you tell us what uh, what are we talking about today? So what we're going to talk about today is uh, security awareness training. And it's a pretty interesting topic. And, and I say it's interesting because there's so many benefits that come out of training your employees. But I, w- I was looking at an article on Dark Reading recently, and it mentioned that nearly half of all the organizations uh, that they had surveyed don't provide any kind of uh, security training. So it's pretty interesting, and we wanted to kind of dig into that a little bit. And to that end, we've invited uh, Manoj Srivastava, who is the general manager of Security Suite at Kaseya, to join us this morning. We're going to kind of uh, talk through it and unravel it a little bit. So, Manoj, thank you for uh, joining this morning, and welcome to the show. <clears throat> thank you, Will, and thanks, Dan, and thanks for inviting me. Pleasure to yeah. be here. Absolutely. Yeah, excited to have you. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's kind of jump right into it. You know, we talked about, you know, a lot of people aren't providing it, but there's a lot of benefits there. Um, what are the benefits? Why is it really important that people provide uh, security training to their, to their employees? Yeah. So, you know, over the years, <clears throat> security threats have really evolved. You know, early on, uh, bad guys or hackers would attack networks and systems and endpoints to uh, get into the organization. They still do that. But, you know, they have also realized it is much easier to hack people than hack into computers and networks. And what I mean by hacking people is essentially tricking them into doing things uh, that, you know, that, that can be leveraged by the bad actors to compromise the security of the company. Simple things like, you know, I pretend to be your IT uh, support guy, call you up on the phone and, you know, ask you to give me your password so I can help you uh, fix your computer or whatever issues or new patches that you want, you know, to deploy on your on your laptop. So social engineering tactics of this nature, and, you know, there's a wide range of them. They're extremely clever, all the way ranging from, you know, impersonating someone you trust in your organization, friends or family, all the way to like, you know, all other kinds of things. So, so the bottom line is, you know, human beings can be tricked, they can be hacked into, they can be socially engineered into doing uh, stuff that they don't realize can, you know, jeopardize the security of their organization. So security awareness uh, training, uh, you know, helps them understand what's really going on, uh, you know, in the threat landscape, what kind of social engineering tactics are being used, how they are, you know, how human beings are being tricked uh, into, you know, falling victim for these kind of uh, uh, attacks. So knowing them, you know, being aware of them help you be able to recognize these things and not fall and become a victim. Yeah, so Manoj, I mean, you said it. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, critical need for end users to have it. Why do you think MSPs aren't making security awareness train training like a top priority in their business? I mean, have you have you heard when you're talking to people like because it seems like there's a lot that just 
lot of MSPs that just aren't making this a priority. Right, right. Uh, I think there are like, you know, uh, quite a few reasons for that. Although like, you know, um, we have seen tremendous change over the last few years. Uh, but some of the things are like, you know, since most of the SMBs are servicing, you know, SMB clients and, you know, as, as early as a few years back, most of the SMBs didn't see themselves as a target of cyber attacks. They thought of like, you know, phishing uh, and email scam, something, you know, that would be used against larger organizations who have like a lot more money to lose. So, so the mindset was like, you know, hey, you know, why would somebody come after us? Now that has definitely changed, you know, over the last few years, given how fast this uh, space has, has evolved and, you know, so many SMBs are falling victim on a daily basis. So that's one of the reasons, you know, like selling to SMBs has not been easy. The other thing is that MSPs traditionally see themselves as offering technical solutions to IT problems, right? So security awareness training is not, you know, I mean, it, it's a gray area, right? So they don't necessarily see it as, as some of the ones who are not still, you know, offering this as a technical solution to an ID problem. This is a solution to like, you know, uh, to, to train people, right? To make them aware of. So that's one of the reasons. The, the other aspect is um, lack of training solutions designed for MSPs. So if you look at the, you know, the marketplace of various solutions being offered for security awareness training, they have primarily been designed and implemented for either large enterprises or SMBs. They don't take into account the MSP's need. An MSP environment is a one-to-many environment, right? So apart from just training the end users, the clients, the customers, there are a lot of things that one has to do in MSP-oriented products to make them products productive, right? To, make, to help them be able to offer that solution easily in a more automated fashion. So that has been, uh, you know, a, a missing part. Uh, and, the, and finally, I also think that, like, you know, given the technical orientation of most SM, uh, MSPs, uh, they, they lack the expertise on how to market effectively and sell a non-technical solution. Yeah, yeah. Will, I was going to ask you, because, Will, I mean, you're seeing it, I think. You know, we're seeing a lot of MSPs. We just talked about why MSPs maybe aren't making it a priority. But some of the things we're seeing when talking to MSPs on a daily basis, Will, is, is the fact that cyber insurance now, a lot of the questionnaires are asking the question. They're going in and saying, are you doing security awareness training? And for a lot of people, you know, that can check that box, yes, that makes their customer feel like they're doing the right things as an MSP. But... Uh, I mean, Will, are you hearing the same thing? I mean, it's another, it's one of those things that we see on calls with MSPs daily. Yep, it is. And um, one of the things that, that you brought out there, Manoj, is, was very interesting. I'd like to talk about it a little bit more if we can, is uh, you had mentioned that, you know, you've got people in the MSP space, business owners that are technical people. And the, the topic of training gets into people. I mean, there's a technical solution we can use to to help implement training. But at the end of the day, we're dealing with people, not machines, uh, which is, you know, maybe a little bit outside of of the comfort zone. Um, are, are there any, you know, common mistakes you see there or things that uh, the MSP could do that, that are going to help adoption if they do roll out a uh, training program? You know, to Dan's right. point, not just checking the box. Let's actually do it and have some buy-in. Right. So, you know, once an MSP is at a point, you know, where they are ready to offer a solution or are currently offering a solution, uh, one of the key things, you know, that they need to do, and as I mentioned earlier, is 
they got to choose a solution um, that is designed for MSPs, right? That is designed to deliver training through MSP or through an intermediary organization and not necessarily full of like feature functionality, bells and whistles for large enterprises or, or like, you know, SMBs for that matter. So choosing the right product uh, for an MSP, in my opinion, is, is, is extremely critical. Then the other very important thing, you know, for them to sort of like pay attention to <clears throat> is, is um, you know, keep up with the evolving threats and not, uses, not use dated content in training and, and phishing simulations, right? So as we know, like, you know, new type of phishing attacks and social engineering, uh, you know, schemes are appearing almost on a daily basis. And if the end users or employees are not kept informed and trained on a regular basis of what's really happening out there, then, you know, the whole point of training, um, uh, you know, is, is, is defeated. So keeping up with the evolving threat is, is, is another best practice, uh, you know, I would like to, you know, point out. And then, then finally, like, you know, um, uh, I would also say, like, you know, for organizations, MSPs who are, who are you know, offering this solution, they need to explicitly uh, invest in how to market and sell training solutions, not only to their existing customers for Excel, but how to get <clears throat> uh, new customers as well uh, in their overall portfolio. So choose the right solution, which has been designed and implemented for MSP. Keep up with the evolving threats by ensuring that you know they have the latest and greatest in training and, and phishing simulation campaigns. And finally, you know, invest in your sales and marketing. So the three best practices I would like to point out. Yeah. Well, one of the things we hear quite often uh, when we're working with MSPs is, hey, we, we went to the customer with the solution, they bought it, nobody took the training. You know, they're they're not bought into it. The employees say they're busy, they're not doing it. And, and, you know, the best advice I would give there is, you know, there's also a culture element to uh, to implementing a security training program is, you know, have a meeting, kick it off, you know, get buy in from management and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. And this is why we're doing it. It's not a punishment. It's not extra tasks that we're adding to your to your uh, daily routine or things we expect you to do necessarily just because we want to keep your time filled. You know, there's there's a benefit. There's a huge benefit. And, um, you know, if the if the message is consistent and the message comes from management and there's a clear picture and some buy in from the uh, from the employees, there's there's a lot better result is typically what we find. Yeah, well, I think that's exactly right. Uh, you know, onboard best practices for onboarding uh, your customers, which, you know, the uh, solutions providers will help you with, you know, the run books, the onboarding uh, methodology. All that is very critical. And as you said, it begins from the top, right? You got to have the management buy-in and then roll out the program where you have already like, you know, informed and educated the, the, uh, the employees as to what to expect is extremely critical for, you know, ongoing success of security awareness training. Manoj, one of the things, you know, you said is like making sure that it's designed for MSPs and like it has, you know, content that's updated and things like that. I mean, I, do you know like some of the popular you know templates? I mean, LinkedIn I think is one of the ones I see all the time that people fall for. Surprisingly, you know when you say updated, I believe the gift card scam you know is still one that's been around for years now, and for for some reason it still has a lot of weight. Uh, after all these years, it still has people falling for it. But 
Is there any other ones that I, you know, besides like a LinkedIn, like a social and like the standard CEO, like that's, that's popular? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there are of course, like, you know, um, evergreen scams that, you know, just people can't stop falling for them. And we obviously got to like, you know, keep all of those in our repertoire of like uh, training, uh, training solutions. Uh, but on the other hand, like, you know, <clears throat> on a, on a daily basis, things like, you know, I mean, file sharing, right. Most of the organizations are using Office 365 or Google or Dropbox or whatever your favorite file sharing uh, system is. So, you know, a simple file share invite, you know, coming through your email, uh, you know, they may use techniques like uh, spoofing or it's something, you know, very with a very interesting title looks like coming from, you know, somebody inside the organization. All you have to do is, hey, click on it. And look at the file, and boom, you know, ransomware or some other kind of malware come down uh, on on your on your laptop. So, so there's so many kinds, you know, depending uh, targeting different roles and people within the organization, right? So, for example, like payroll diversion uh, was a very popular um, uh, scam, you know, that went on for a while, and I, you know, and I'm sure it is still out there, where you know a new employee joins the company, they update their LinkedIn profile. These guys know, you know, this person is new at this organization. They do more research on LinkedIn, find out who the payroll manager is, you know, then send them an email uh, impersonating uh, this new employee, asking them to update their, you know, direct deposit uh, account information for their payroll. Boom, right? The next paycheck goes into, you know, the bad guy's account. So all these things, you know, whether it is file sharing, uh, LinkedIn invite, you know, targeting payroll employees, on a daily basis, you know, new things are coming out. And, uh, and you know, some of them, the ones that stick uh, in terms of more people falling uh, for them, they, they stay around for longer. And those are the ones that, you know, should, should definitely be used uh, and updated on a, on a consistent basis to keep uh, employees informed. You know, think about it like this, you know, threat intelligence. You live in a neighborhood. If there is a car thief or, you know, thieves making around in your neighborhood, you know, you need to know, hey, you know, don't leave your cars on the street unlocked or like, you know, don't leave it in your, in your driveway or don't leave your property in the car easily visible from outside, right? So just knowing what is really going on helps end users and employees be aware, be suspicious and not, you know, uh, make a hasty decision on such emails. Yeah. You know, I, I pulled up um, earlier this morning the top 10 uh, phishing kits uh, out of out of bullfish based on open rates and you're 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 dead on both of you walmart is in there fedex um staples so all shopping like we've been talking about and then google docs is in there as well so the file sharing that you had mentioned earlier manoj so um i thought that was was kind of interesting um you had, had mentioned as well uh in an earlier comment about marketing being a you know a super important component of going to market with uh with a with a uh, training solution and, and part of that message, you know, as I was getting ready for the show, I, I did a little little checking around on the Internet. And I saw that a figure out there in a study that, you know, even a small investment in a in security awareness uh, program and training program has a 72 percent chance of making a, a significant reduction uh, in the business impact for a uh, for a cyber attack. Would you like to expand on that a little bit? Have you got some some further information or some thoughts around that? Yeah, definitely, right? I mean, as uh, as Dan mentioned, you know, there are so many um, uh, old scams still still making their rounds, and you just pointed out 
you know, from the top 10 things that have been going on for a while. So, so if you look at that from the top 10, probably like, you know, seven of those have been out there for like, you know, at least two years now. So as, as, you know, users and employees are, uh, you know, kept aware of that it is still ha happening and it is top of their mind, you know, mathematically, we can see right away that 70% of those which are happening on a recurring basis will have no impact, will not be successful, right? So, so that, is, that is an extremely critical part, uh, you know, uh, the role that security awareness uh, plays into all this. Now, the other very important thing is that, you know, for, for vectors like email and maybe like, you know, uh, you know, uh, web, et cetera, there are controls that have been put in place, right? Email security solutions uh, like Graphus or, you know, traditional solutions, they are looking for these kind of attacks. But on the other hand, like, you know, these attacks are also coming in uh, through your personal email, right? Now with your bring your own device, you know, you have your uh, access to your office network, to your organization, as well as your personal email. It could be Gmail, it could be like, you know, something else. So if the same device is being used and you don't have a control on your personal email, then, you know, uh, it is not protected. But if you have been trained to be aware of these kind of issues, then you yourself are taking care of it, right? Then there are other uh, channels like for, you know, your phone. Now, smishing or like, you know, malicious uh, uh, messages, in, uh, including malicious links are getting, you know, very popular uh, on the on the you know texting or the SMS side. Again, this is where like you know a solution like security awareness is is a lot more powerful than any other any other automated control that can be put in place. And then finally, like you know, real life situations, somebody giving you a call, right, uh, and 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 you know, and convincing you that you know them or or they are a person of authority, IT or otherwise, and you know, trying to trick you into doing. Uh, something bad that can compromise the integrity or the security of the organization. So, and then there are other situations as well, like, you know, real life situation, physical environment, like, you know, a FedEx employee comes in to deliver a package, somebody tailgates them, gets in the organization, you know, it's a large floor, 100 people uh, sitting on that floor, they start talking to someone, they gather information, they pretend to be, you know, employee, etc. So all these various scenarios and possibilities, you know, they get addressed through security awareness training to make, uh, you know, people or human beings smart, which you cannot necessarily do all the time by putting automated controls in place. So, uh, well, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm addressing your exact question or not, but the overall possibility and eliminating these, uh, these like, you know, scans which have been going on for a while becomes much easier and, and provides a very solid layer of protection uh, through through the end users. Yep, absolutely. That was right on point. I think as we kind of round this out, I mean, we've talked about it. It's obviously important. It's things that it's a good investment, not only for the MSP to have in their offering, uh, but for the it's an investment for their customers that they should be making into securing their network. So I think we've we've nailed that message down. If I'm on the call today and I'm an MSP. You know, what are some success stories? I mean, I, I know we've heard some people that use it for prospecting now where they say, hey, let us let us run, you know, a security to show you what's going on and see that your employees, you know, could fall for these. We're hearing all kinds of different success stories that I didn't hear three, four years ago uh, around it. 
I mean, are you hearing anything else? I mean, the success stories from MSPs that, you know, are doing this, is there other things that they're using it for that uh, it's it's yielding good results? Yeah, so in terms of like, you know, the some of the success stories that I like to talk about is how MSPs are making their clients, their uh, end customers uh, more secure, right? Uh, Training is obviously like, you know, part of that. But the reports, you know, that the systems are generating, you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly reports that actually like, you know, show progression quarter over quarter, right? The initial baseline of testing the employees and what the results were, you know, how many fell for those simulated attacks and then how that evolved in terms of employees getting smarter and then not falling for those attacks and then graduating to a level where they actually are reporting like, you know, these simulated uh, attacks back to the MSP saying, hey, you know, we got something bad. This looks like an attack. Uh, Do something about it, right? So they are, MSPs are able to demonstrate that to their customers that how their organization is getting hardened against these kind of attacks. And this is helping them like, you know, retain their customers, uh, sell other security controls in addition to uh, security awareness training to those customers and also, you know, expand their customer base. The fact that they keep coming back to us year after year to renew these solutions is a testament that they are getting value and are, you know, building a better business around security offerings. Great. That's great. Manoj, we're going to, I think, wrap things up here. Uh, Truly, truly enjoyed the conversation and appreciate you joining the show today. Well, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure, and I really enjoyed uh, speaking to both of you. Thanks again. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. That's it for this week, everyone. Thank you for listening, and uh, until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Powered Services Podcast with Dan Tomaszewski. We're dedicated to giving you practical information, tactics, and strategies that you can use to supercharge your MSP. If you liked today's episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is the Powered Services Podcast, signing off.